There are fixers and there are creators. Producers. If you look fixers want to fix the world. You, me, things. Everything. They are most people. The campaigners, the Reddit, Twitter, etc. posters. They want to fix you, and they want to fix the world. Why? Because it is not the way they want you to be, they want me to be, things to be. They are never happy, they are never fulfilled. They just complain, and label, and go around telling you, me, things, the world how we should be. But you can never fix anything. You can. Because nothing is ever wrong. And therefore can't be fixed. Although you can fix a broken chair, but not by telling it how to be. By work. So you just talk. So fixers are talkers. Or said in another way. Fixers argue with reality. Try to force reality. Hide from reality. What they don't do is live in reality. Like fish in water. Like bird in the air. No. They are at odds with reality. And they are never happy. They get their sense of value in the world by talking. Doing? They don't like doing. They can, but they don't like it. F. That. Why? Because in the world they want, they don't have to work. So all doing feels like an imposition on them. Giving them more reasons to talk and talk and talk. Of course, if you want to be fair, and I do, all people are on a spectrum. To the degree you are drawn to doing, enjoy doing, prefer doing, you move to the direction of creators. Some examples of people on the fixing slash creating continuum. Here the first two numbers measure fixing slash creating, the next number is, how much power does your word have? Ma, 30 to 70, 7. Miko, 70 to 30, 1. He, 30 to 70, 1. A, 91 to 9, 0. Ba, 100 to 0, 0. Bo, 70 to 30, 1. Ba, 91 to 9, 1. J, 94 to 6, 1. P, 30 to 70, 1. T, 70 to 30, 2. K, 70 to 30, 0. Me, 10 to 90, 70. Alex Hormozzi, 10 to 90, 40. Charlie Monger, 10 to 90, 70. Elon Musk, 30 to 70, 10. Donald Trump, 91 to 9. 1. Joe Biden, 10 to 90, 70. Tony Robbins, 2 to 98, 10. Eckhart Tolle, 10 to 90, 1. Oprah, 91 to 9, 1. Osho, 91 to 9, 1. Vishen Lakhiani, 10 to 90, 90. Creators see reality. They can see that some parts don't work or don't work well. But they have no pull to fix by talking about what they see not working. Instead they are pulled to be interested in how it'd look when it's working. Not as a comparison, but as a new reality. And then they see that as a viable project, they start working on it. Working, creating is self-expression for the creators. You and I are on the spectrum. So before you ask, which is better? I'll tell you what I think. Because work, meaningful work is the path to fulfillment. People who are closer to the right edge, but not on it, feel more fulfilled more of the time. The closer to the left side a person is, the more they disagree with how the world is, how you are, how they are, the less fulfillment is available. Why? Because the nature of reality is really clear about the fact, that only one thing can occupy any specific space at any one time. So you are either complaining, trying to fix, or you work, create, and experience fulfillment. Interestingly, 
work that is enforced on you, by yourself or by others, is voluntary. Chosen by you. So you experience the lightness of having chosen. The lightness of responsibility. The lightness of being. The common usage of the word responsibility is incorrect, it doesn't mean obligation. It doesn't mean duty. Dutiful. Forced, not chosen. Drudgery. But that is how work feels to people closer to the fixing edge. The closer they are to that edge the less attractive, the more drudgery work feels like. Whereas closer to the creator's edge, work feels like fulfillment. Joy. A gift. But when you get closer to any edge, closer than 10%, then you fall off the deep end. On the Tony Robbins side, your ideas ignore reality. On the other side, you have no access to doing. Now, is this a fixed state? Not at all. Back in 1985 my numbers were 70 to 30. But let me look at some of my clients' numbers and maybe some other people for comparison. Miko is one of my students. He is now where I was in 1985. 70 fixer minus 30 creator. But just a month ago his numbers were, 91 to 9. So in a month he moved from having no access to work, no access to joy to today having access to both. And can continue moving if he chooses to. Being on the fixing edge is a way to be miserable. Because the world refuses to be the way you want it to be, you are always dissatisfied. Nothing is the way you want it to be, including yourself. What helped Miko to move on the spectrum? Of course you know what I was going to say because I have been pushing the program, it was the reality challenge. In the reality challenge you get confronted with the degree to which you are dissatisfied. If you get disgusted enough, and if you get how irrelevant the changes are you demand, then you can gently snap out of that prison. It is a prison. It is also a machine. The machine. The name of the machine is the racket. The higher the left hand number the more the racket is in control of you and your life. And the lower that number is the less you are run by that nasty machine. After all, in summary, you are either complaining or you are producing. The more of you it takes to produce, the happier you can become. Now, there is a difficult question to look at at this point. What changes when where you are on the spectrum changes? What caused it? You'd be surprised if you knew. But you have probably never heard about what changes. Why? Because it is in the you don't know that you don't know, in the invisible, below the visible realm of reality. What changes is the context. The meaning. The purpose of life, of what you do. What's possible if you do it? Words. The context tells your eyes where to look. And depending on where you look, work is drudgery or work is uplifting. The context of the stonecutter. You can do the exact same activity but feel about it differently. The stonecutter can just chip away on the goddamn block of stone, provide for his family, or build a cathedral. The difference is in what he says, in the context and in the resulting feeling. Your life is your life, your results are your result, and there is not much you can do about them on short notice. But the context is entirely in your power to change. In minutes. If you are skillful. And miraculously life changes. For you. What you feel, how you feel changes for you. With the context. What is empowering for you may not be empowering for another. So learning to craft an empowering context requires you to know yourself, intimately. People feel that for life to be good, they need to have love slash connection, variety, significance, certainty, growth, and contribution. Actively. My main motivator is significance. The second is contribution. So my context is always about those two. The higher your fixing number, the less these appeal to you. The more you'll be motivated by having safety, security, and what others say about you. 
The closer you are to the creation edge the more you are motivated by being and producing. Find your place on Maslow's pyramid to help you create a context that you can use to empower yourself to produce. And if you have the desire to move higher on the spectrum, so you can have more fun, more joy, more freedom, more self-expression, then learn to master creating empowering contexts. For yourself, for your business, for your friends, family, and clients and customers. I think the only reason I have had longevity in business is not because my business acumen. It's low. But because of my ability to create empowering context for people. And empowering context is, in essence, a vision. A vision of what becomes possible when you do what you do. It's different for everyone, and yet, if you pay attention, you can recognize on people what is their missing, their ITCH. Yes, this is closely related to the ITCH. To make people want to do what you want them to do, you need to create a vision for them. Or they won't want to do what you want them to do. How good am I in this? On a scale of 1 to 100 I am a 70. I just measured a bunch of people. The richer they are the better they are in creating a vision for others. My students and clients are all at 10 or below. So, for all intents and purposes, the most important skill, if you want life to be able to give you more, you want to acquire and master is creating context, creating a vision for yourself and yes, for others. Learn to master creating vision. Use coupon code HALFROCK to get 50% off. I am planning to do an advanced context slash vision creation course. You can't participate in that unless you have completed the beginner classes. The advanced class will be a hands-on workshop with homework. A lot like a challenge, with daily communication to me. If you have been a slug, a passive yet argumentative part of life, and you are still that. After the beginner context course, please don't even consider the advanced course. What is the biggest stumbling block you'll have in becoming someone who can create and live by a context? The stumbling block is your integrity. Because of low integrity your word, your word has no power. And arguing with reality, having all those shoulds use up the energy that would give your word power. So seeing that all the shoulds make absolutely no difference in the reality challenge is the path to free up the energy you need to create and live by a context. And for the rest of you, your talk is cheap. Another way to say who you are, you are full of hot air slash shit. Why? Because your word has no power.